As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Sarah. The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart Ski Moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit Mabel'sLabels.com and use discount code SKIMOMS for 15% off your order. So Cherie Donaldson is a special education teacher, a mom of three, and a New Yorker. Uh, we have had the chance to ski together and ride together. Um, and I'm inspired by her parenting and she's super fun to ski with. So I thought she would be a great person to add to the podcast conversation to talk about being a city family that skis, um, being a family of five that skis, and also the movement towards getting more diverse families on the slopes. So welcome, Sheree. Thank you for having me. No, I know you guys bought a new house. Are you still, are you in the city or you're using that on weekends or that's a permanent? So we have left the city. Um, we've left Brooklyn. We are now up, upstate-ish, I guess. Um, so we're in Dutchess County and um, we moved and um, it's been a great move uh, with three growing boys. They are now seven, 10 and 12. They definitely needed space. And I actually am now happily a special ed teacher at a private school up, uh, up here in Putnam County, actually. And it's been, it's been a nice change. I also do um, DEI work with them, diversity, equity, inclusion. I really like it. Let's jump to the snow. You learned, you learned late, like me. You, I think you were in your 30s the first time you um, went to learn to ski and how, how was that for you? Was, are you somebody who likes, you know, taking on physical challenges? I know you like trying a lot of new things. I don't like physical challenges, but I was uh, kind of open to anything. I think for me, I wanted to show my boys that it doesn't matter how old you are, you know, like, yeah, mommy's going to try it. And this is mommy's first time and that's okay. We can try things early. We can try things later and it's okay to fall down, you know, like mm. Camelback, I was on the little bunny hill and I was on the ground so many times and little two, four-year-olds are like zipping by and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, like, and you know, my kids passed me and it's just like something that I wanted them to see, like, it's okay, we'll try it. And, you know, 
when my husband did get out, I think his first time was um, at Mount Snow and he really enjoyed. We did the, the snowboarding lesson together there and he is still raving about the um, instructor giving him the tips. And um, we did that together. And I have a picture of him kind of like he ended up in a hedge uh, and um, I have the picture of like, you just see his face and like, he's like, just in this hedge and it was hilarious, but we showed it to the boys and they're like, whoa, daddy was in a hedge. I'm like, yeah, he was. This was his first time snowboarding and, you know, he's, he's open to do it. And I think that's what we always want to teach our kids. Like it's okay to, to try things and, you know, and you may not be the best at it, but we're going to keep trying and, and doing it. Um, when, and where was your first ski experience as a family? Uh, our first ski experience was 2017 and Camelback. And did you that, try? Did you try skiing or boarding? Because I know you've done I, both. I I tried boarding once with him, um, with my husband, because he wanted to snowboard, and uh, I prefer skiing. I like to have use of both my legs at all times. And uh, yeah, so I did ski there. And um, when I did get to go with him, we did an intro class together. And that was really fun. But I just, I'm going to stick to skiing. And the boys are all skiers or some of them riding? I have uh, the oldest is a skier. The middle is a snowboarder. And then the youngest, he flip flops in between. But he's really good at both. What what's your local mountain that you go to on weekends now? So we have not been to a local mountain yet. We are still kind of settling in and we, we're gonna make an effort to get a weekend out. And I um so I believe Thunder Ridge is a small mountain. We've been there several times. Um that is pretty close. Uh we did some indoor skiing in the summer. At Big Snow? Yes. <laughs> At the mall. <laughs> yeah, the mall exactly. I like that place. I'm trying to get Nicole to go there with me to check it out. I think it's pretty cool. I think what it's a, gr- a great place to learn. What a great place to learn. Yeah, it is, it is a good place to learn and a good place to just pop in. But it's, what a great place if you do have a never ever skier to start there where it's climate controlled, yes. um, really crowd controlled as well. And I bet if you go midweek, especially during the summer, that's kind of genius. So midweek in the summer, we had on shorts and we just put our, our snow pants on. And what I like is that um, with them, you can just show up. Like I, if you're in the mall and you're like, Hey, I want to ski today. You can rent everything. Um, you know, the jacket, yes. the pants, like everything. We did take a first time skier there because when we go skiing, um, we try to just grab like my niece or um, a daughter's friend or somebody who's never been and just to expose them to the sport and to um, just like, Hey, let, let's come, come try it. Come check it out. And um, we did take her to that and she loved it. She was about 12 at the time. Well, we talk about that all the time on the podcast and on social media, that it just takes an invitation by somebody that you trust to yeah. try and start it because it can be a really intimidating gear oriented activity. Um, it doesn't seem really inviting, especially if you're not, you didn't grow up in that world, um, knowing that, okay, wait, I have to get pants and shirts and you know boots and all this equipment that I don't know if I'm going to like it. So it's kind of like an investment. Um, and it's an expensive investment. At first, you're like, what if I don't like it? So I think a lot of people like, maybe I just won't try it. Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels Durable and Waterproof Labels are a ski mom's must-have. 
keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, or races. Simply peel and stick the personalized label on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Off the hill, Mabel's labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school, like water bottles, lunch containers, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Simply go to Mabel'sLabels.com to personalize your own and use code SKIMOMS at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items. And now back to our show. Shree, tell us a little bit about your work as an influencer. I like to try things. I'm like, hey, let's try it and see if we like it. So my blog, 30 Mommy, did start from just being a mom in the city and actually started from me going to parenting events and like, get, like getting all these amazing products and people stopping me and asking me about them. I'm like, where did you get that? Oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, let me just write about it. You know, there's so many people who keep asking me, let me just start writing about it. And I, I did. And it just turned into something else where I was sharing. Like you said, sometimes people need an open invitation and may think that, oh, well, I've always wanted to try this, but I've never seen anybody do it. I've never, I didn't know somebody personally who did it. And I think that I share just these authentic, like, oh yeah, we tried it. We liked it. We tried it. We did not like it. And what about the hashtag diversity on the slopes? So we started the hashtag diversity on the slopes is just a way to, um, show that it's welcoming, show somebody that you know doing things, um, feel free to ask questions. You know, I think people sometimes are are scared, especially on social media, to maybe ask a question. It's feel free, jump in my DMs, ask me. You know, I am happy to answer any questions you have. Uh, and to kind of show that, you know, it's, it's okay to be the first one in the pool. Sometimes uh, we definitely feel like that. And, um, and it has to start somewhere. What my husband actually said, he said, um, we all know that there's a lack of diversity and um, it's, this is kind of an explicit acknowledgement that we want to be there. We want to be welcomed. We are interested in winter sports, skiing, snowboarding, all of, all, all of it, you know, and um, the hashtag is kind of like, you know, look this up. And I, I try to uh, post, uh, I guess not present because we haven't gone yet, but um, just ongoing. Like I have so many pictures, like there's a ton of pictures of, me on the floor, you know, in in the snow and it's okay. I can get back up, you know? And, um, I think that that's one reason why we started the hashtag to have, um, other moms, um, other children, teenagers who may be interested and to kind of just look up the hashtag and say, Hey, Oh, look, you know, there's a whole, uh, there's a whole section for me, you know, representation matters. Earlier today, I was looking up some of the statistics and um, the diversity statistics in in skiing, and I was completely shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, The National Ski Areas Association said that in the 2019-2020 season, 88% of visitors to ski areas were white and 1.8% were black. I mean, I think you go to a ski area, you know, there's not a lot of diversity, but those numbers definitely were more extreme in both directions than I even would have guessed. So yeah, yeah, uh, that was really surprising. Yeah. And imagine being that 1%, you know, you show up and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, you know, but somebody like me who's comfortable wherever um, I am is, uh, 
you know, I'm, I'm comfortable. And I think that my children have become comfortable because they've kind of been thrown into all types of situations. You know? And um, I think a lot of times, too, when we do go out, I think we've had somebody stop us and say, I'm so happy to see you here. And we're like, what? And, um, you know, there's this woman, she's like, um, I'm so happy to see you here because I don't see a lot of African-American families. And it's so amazing to see you out there with your family enjoying, you know, this amazing sport. And how do you feel when um, somebody says that to you? Do you feel like uh, it's a little condescending? Obviously not when a black mom talks to another black mom, but when a white mom says that to you. It depends. I think as a a mother, you kind of know where people's intentions are. And I think for the most part, it's genuine because um, sometimes, you, you know, I just feel like you don't have to come up to me and say something to me if you don't have anything to say, like, just like everybody else is here. It's fine. But I think for those, those instances, um, it is genuine. And um, it's kind of like, I see you. Yeah, as long as they don't preface it with "bless your heart," you're out skiing. <laughs> or like, their children are so well behaved. Uh, yeah, uh, um, so that's that. Yeah, but um, code yeah, words. I, yeah, I'd have I've had um, a couple messages um, where I posted, and someone's like, "I saw your boys out there." I'm like, "Really?" You know, like when we were out on the mountain, and I'll post things. I'm like, "I saw them out there. Um, y'all are amazing." You know, it's kind of like you know, um, that that's really nice. For me, I think it's just kind of like a um, a given that you're going to be one of the only ones. And um, it's not necessarily something I need to say. Um, I think I, I pointed out if, if I do see someone like, oh, my goodness, there was a brown instructor. You know, like it's, it's something that I will point out, but it's definitely on my side. It's a given. It's kind of like, OK, you're going to be one in, you know. Let's take a quick break. Spring is here and we know even after the snow melts, ski moms love to play outside. Skeeta, our favorite Vermont outdoor accessory brand, has you covered as the seasons change. This spring, Skeeta is celebrating its 16th birthday with fresh prints like the pastel, whimsical, and plein air collection. Our favorite pieces include the throwback headbands. This headband is made to keep hair and sweat off your face. The single ply design gathers neatly in the back for maximum styling. Where it's scrunched or lay it flat, it's your perfect partner for any activity where you want a great pop of color and style with minimal fuss. For sunny days, we adore the Skeeta brim hat. This five-panel camp hat is the perfect grab-and-go companion. Made in a lightweight, water-repellent material, this hat is ideal for hiking, camping, and the beach. Whether you are cheering the kids on at a lacrosse game, exploring with your girlfriends, or simply walking in the woods with your loyal pup, Skeeta accessories are there to make Ski Mom life more fun. Save 15% off your order with code SKIMOMS15 at checkout. And, and I will say, going back to um, Big Snow in New Jersey, there's a lot of diversity there. And the entire, the, the, um, the entire facility, instructors, you know, people, they're skiing and, um, uh, you know, all the staff were very diverse. I'm sure you noticed that when you were there. Yeah. And I think that's, that's because it's so accessible to New York City. It's yes. so accessible to urban areas. Um, it was. It was easy to get to when we were in Brooklyn. It's not really that easy now, but um, it definitely, I think accessibility and, um, you know, not just 
financially, but physically, like, how am I going to get to this mountain? You know, like, um, and I just got my license because I lived in New York City forever. I didn't need to drive. So kind of like, how am I figuring out, you know, I may be, I have a family of five. How are we getting ourselves all the way upstate or all the way to Vermont um, to do something that we've never done before? Um, so I think accessibility, like transportation wise, um, financial wise, it's just sometimes it's just, um, I think Big Snow just is, is an, an amazing place. What would you like to see changed or improved to make the experience more welcoming for a diverse group of families? One of the reasons that I really didn't start when I was younger is because I never saw myself represented in ads in ski movies. My husband was talking about ski patrol. I was like, I've never seen that. But he's like, everybody has. I'm like, I have never. <laughs> and I probably will not. But, um, you know, like I've never seen somebody who looks like me and it just never felt welcoming. So I think what a lot of uh, resorts can do is um, uh, start with your advertising, you know, start with uh, representation, start with looking for these people. Um, looking, I mean, cause we're here, like, you know, we're families and, um, we did actually do, um, a photo shoot with Hunter Mountain and, you know, it was kind of like, I can get a family there because they saw my son. Like I've had people send screenshots like, oh my goodness, this is your son. Uh, you know, like in the, the brochure on the website and I'm like, yeah, it is. It, it seems like something so tiny, but it definitely sparks something. And it's like, oh, I do belong here. You know, I think that, you know, advertising is a big thing. People don't really see, you know, like we definitely want to see um, representation. Have you heard of this organization, the National Brotherhood of Skiers? Yeah. So I was reading about, about that organization and it sounds like they're, they're one of part of their mission, it says, is to develop and support athletes of color who will win international and Olympic winter sports competitions. So hopefully as they get more diversity on the slopes, they, they're also working at uh, training diverse um, instructors, like to your point earlier about finding a, yeah. a, uh, a, a black snowboard instructor um, that I think that there's a lot of focus on it in the industry. Uh, I know that this group, the National Brotherhood of Skiers was they spoke at, um, I think, Nicole, it was one of the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Association, like, you know, a large event. Um, I think the industry is like trying to have these conversations, but a lot of it's still just conversations, it seems like. Well, I would love it to be the national motherhood of skiers. Um, that doesn't sound very <laughs> mom friendly, but um, that's maybe that's my my next group. Um, <laughs> but they were just at Aspen and it's, you know, it's fantastic, but I'm, you know, definitely moms first, um, because where the moms go, the families go. Sheree, do you have any tips for new moms who are getting ready for their first ski trip? As far as gear, skis and snowboards, we don't have those yet. So I do like that you can, I usually measure them and weigh them and put all that information in before. So that way everything's there. And, um, that's great too. Cause it's kind of like, we're not going to stand there kind of wasting time, kind of figuring out sizing and stuff kind of like I, I did this. That is a good tip for families before they're going into um, 
a new place if you're not bringing your own equipment to know the kid's shoe shot shoe, shoe size <laughs> and their weight because you're going to need that mm-hmm. um when you go into the rental shop and to nowadays so much has gone online because of covid that's been one kind of silver lining that you can do a lot of these reservations before you go for not only lessons and lift tickets but also the rental so when you show up they've got the stuff set aside and it's it's taking up a lot less of your time when you get there yeah Definitely making the, the, the whole transition smoother, especially for first timers. And what would you say your favorite ski hill has been? Um, our favorite, I think, was Stratton. Um, it was, we had a great time at Stratton and um, everybody was just so friendly. Like we went into the little village thing and everything was just right where you needed it to be. Cause that can be, um, I've, Killington like is so big and it's kind of like whoa it's stressful and like I remember and Stratton does have an amazing beginner area where you're not going to get mowed down but they have the slowest chairlift when you're starting it's like such a gentle and it's low <laughs> so people who have you know panic with um high chairlifts it's I, I it's did. not a joke for like two years I would not get on the ski lift so I definitely was I'm just gonna wherever I can walk or take the um magic carpet the magic carpet with all the other young and unexperienced skiers like, you know it took me a while to get on the ski lift and I think I did it um I think I did it at Mount Snow um because I think that the lesson that we had was amazing um, what what do you think makes a great family ski day honestly a great family ski day is when all of the kids are checked into lessons all day um that is my best it feels like I am always with them all the time and I think the first time um we checked the boys in uh we thought it was maybe like nine to eleven and we we go to check them in and they're like um I was like okay we'll come pick them up for lunch and I'm like no no what do you mean no <laughs> you know it's kind of like you're gonna keep my kids all day <laughs> and you're gonna feed them yes uh so um I think that makes a, fam- a a great day where we can be together apart and then we come back later and we talk about the fun. Oh, daddy, I saw you on the mountain, you know? And then um, I think even after we pick the boys up, they still want to go back out. And, um, you know, we'll go and take a couple of runs with them. My husband and the middle one snowboard together. Um, and they love over and over and over until it gets dark. Well, we're always telling families that skiing is fantastic. Um, we really enjoy that. But we also really enjoy the apres ski portion of the trips um, yeah. with families as well as you know with mom friends, but being able to retell stories of the day. It's just that coziness of curling up by a fire or or you know, putting your flannel pajamas on. Are there any rituals or things that really resonate with you about the apres ski life? Uh, well, it depends on who I'm with. I think I'm with the, the family. I think uh we've done, we've ordered food from um the restaurant, brought it upstairs and kind of just hung out in our pajamas. Um a family dinner and just like put the fire on and just kind of relaxed and talked about how many times we fell, you know, <laughs> did you have fun? And um I think that's something that the boys really liked. Um if I am not with them or if I get to if dad is there and I can just kind of run off, um I will definitely go and sit by the bar and have a uh, a ginger hot toddy. So a hot ginger toddy. Um, that is delicious. And um, just kind of like time to decompress. Tell me about the hot ginger toddy. What goes in, yeah. into that? Hot toddy is tea, brandy, 
and lemon, I think. Yes. What's in so a hot ginger one? It either has ginger syrup or, or like candy ginger or pieces of ginger in it. And it's like kind of mulled and um, it's delicious. So tea, <laughs> ginger syrup still has lemon? Yes. And lemon, the, then? And uh, whiskey. Whiskey. Or, whiskey or bourbon, depends. Cherie, tell us a little bit about your new Etsy shop. It's called Loquacity. Yeah, it's kind of like say more with less. So like with one word or one phrase, you can, so kind of like you see this, but you know, it's kind of like this is Afrocentric, you know, you're like, oh, that's Kente. I kind of know more from just the the fabric that you're using. Looking for diverse ski gear is not, um, it's really hard. Uh, A lot of times, like I will see amazing shirts and this is so cute. And I'm just like, oh no. You know, there's no diverse faces and, um, you know, it's kind of like, if you don't see it, you have to make it. And, you know, this is what, uh, my son and my mom, cause I'm, we're all like part of the, the Etsy shop. This is what we're doing. Kind of like, if we don't see it, we're going to create it. We're so grateful for Cherie for all of her time she gave us today. Be sure to check out the Loquacity Etsy shop and follow her on Instagram at 30mommy. We're so excited to tell you about the Ski Moms Cookbook. As a ski mom, I'm always looking for new recipes to add to my rotation. And we all know that a well-fueled family is the foundation for a great ski day. But it can be hard to come up with new ideas, and there's nothing better than getting a tried-and-true recipe from a friend. That's why we've made the Ski Moms Cookbook. It's a collection of 36 favorite recipes from ski moms. Everything from hearty pre-ski breakfasts to lunch at the lodge, slow cooker dinners, and even après ski cocktails. I just made the chia pudding dessert and it was a huge hit. Check out skimomsfun.com slash store to purchase your own digital copy. 20% of sales goes to the Share Winter Foundation. A huge thanks to our growing Ski Moms community. To help more moms find this podcast, please rate and review our podcast. This will help us get to the top of the search engine list. Thank you, and thanks, Snow. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms gift guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SkiMomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page.